Aloha, Ginger Tiki. Aloha, Sunshine. And aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the podcast. No, the Tiki Bar that lives in your head. The podcast that lives in your head. You know, either one is fine. Either one is absolutely (laughs) fine. I haven't had a drop of liquor in days. Me neither. Amazing. Liar. (laughs) (laughs) So, Ginger has been with us once before in the lounge. Yes. I'm going to throw some exotica on in the background. We are going to be drinking what I hope to be liberally throughout the podcast. I would think so, yes. And so none of the ladies of the lounge uh, could join me. The, you know, Starshine, Sunshine, or Star, I'm Sunshine, Starshine, <laughs> Pumpkin, and Kaylani. We miss you, ladies. They couldn't make the uh, drive out to Palm Spring, but I am so happy that Ginger could be here with me today because, well, you know, I need a little lady to offset my manliness. Right. That's what we're all thinking. <laughs> and so Ginger was nice enough to um, to be one of our hostesses with the mostesses this podcast. And I yes, couldn't, sir. Could, couldn't be happier that she's here with us. We're actually at the palatial residence of Rory Wildsville Man Snyder in Palm Springs, California. And this is the third in our series of taking the lounge on the road to people's pads, Shangri-Las, whatever you want to call it. And we're going to talk to Rory a little bit later. And we're going to talk about the taboo event that's coming in October. We're going to challenge him to make a cocktail with a 1968 powdered cocktail mixer delicious and this this was during the space age when they thought that chemicals like bpa mm-hmm. were going to save the world right <laughs> instead of cause cancer and we tried this last time we were together and i think it's still going through my veins at yeah, this moment it is pretty horrible yes. but we're going to we're going to challenge rory to uh, make one of these instant cocktails but we're also going to ask him to talk about the taboo event that's coming up which we're all very excited about we're super excited because what is better than well first of all we've already got the great music playing in the background and, and we're having a drink which we'll let rory talk more about when he joins us because it's his cocktail yes but um, even more than that the taboo event you we're combining halloween and tiki which I'm very excited about because I re- Halloween, as I've told people before, it's like gay Christmas. <laughs> yes, it is. And, and some of our listeners may or may not know I'm a little bit gay. Just a little. Just a little. And uh, <laughs> my partner thinks I'm really gay. Right. right. But I'm just a little bit gay. <laughs> and so I really, really get into Halloween, and so do a lot of us sometimes in, in the gay culture. And and then you take Tiki, which is another sort of uh, immersive experience. And, escapism. And Ginger, well, Ginger, let me ask you. Escapism, absolutely. Yes. What do you like most about Tiki? I Well, the escapism quality of it and the fact that you can go somewhere and feel like you're on vacation at any point. Anywhere you Anywhere. want, whether it's in your own home, yes. somebody else's place, around a pool, at a hotel, at a weekend event, um, or in the um, half-submerged, flooded basement of your cousin, Greg. Right. And that was the best place. Oh, it was so awesome. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know Greg, I mean, it was really great that he invited us over. I mean, he didn't know that Illinois would be half flooded at the time. But, um, you know, he didn't have a lot of damage to um, the Whitco pieces that he had. But, you know, there was some tragedy and it was just there was some it was terrible in some respects. But we had a great time because, as you all know, bottles of rum float. 
Absolutely. And so there's the silver lining. Yes. Okay. The rum knows how to swim. (laughs) (laughs) So we are going to, um, we're going to go ahead and bring some other folks into the lounge here real quick. We are going to do the usual listener mail. And we actually have a piece of listener mail for Rory, so we'll make sure that he's here for that. We are going to play two songs from the Ding Dong Devils because they were nice enough to send us their new album and we loved having them over at our room party at Tiki Caliente this past May and they're such a great lounge act that you really have to listen to the lyrics because they really do poke fun at just about everybody. Oh yes, they're fantastic. It really is a great thing. So a little bit of Ding Dong Devils, a little bit of Taboo and Rory Wildsville Man Snyder himself and then who knows what else will happen. Right. What a you, lot of shenanigans. What do, you, what do you think might happen? Shenanigans. Shenanigans. A lot of them. Okay. Well, we're and gonna drinking. Be, we're going to be right back <laughs> with shenanigans. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, at least all five of you who are listening, and I, and I only say that in jest because there's, there's hundreds slash thousands of you, but, you know, only a couple of you actually write in. We are here at the palatial residence of Rory Wildsville Man Snyder here in Palm Springs, California, and we have a couple of uh, uh, folks who've joined us here in the makeshift lounge here in Palm Springs. So, I'm, I'm very proud to have Rory and Amy here, and these are the organizers of the event that we're going to be talking about just endlessly for the next couple of weeks until we get to October, because it's, it's the only thing that we really want to talk about from uh, this point on until we get to October, which is the Tiki event that anybody who can get there wants to attend. And so now I'm just going to go ahead and introduce Rory and Amy. So real quickly, Rory, why don't you tell us something about yourself and then I'm going to to tell us something about herself as well. Hello, my name is Rory Snyder. You might know me as the founder and host of Tiki Caliente coming on year five that will be taking place in Palm Springs uh, this upcoming May 2013. No, 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 this is taboo. Oh, you wanted my bio. That's oh, my main yes, bio. Yes, of course. Yes. That's it's the main his, bio. It's his only bio. <laughs> and from there, I'm also the uh, co-owner slash host of Going Primitive last year, a one-time event, and this year, Taboo, with Amy Bolton. And Amy. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge. I'm glad you could join us. Well, nice to be here. <laughs> I don't even know how to follow that. So I'm the... Um, you can I'm be the, humble. That would be a good start. I don't know how to be... I don't know how to be anything else next to Rory. So, you know, I'll sort of be the straight person in this comedy routine. How's that mean? It means, <laughs> it means a lot of things. Right. I'm in in the comedy routine. Oh, yeah. right. So, um... So, uh, I do Mojave Oasis. Rory and I did... Cali, uh, did um, uh, Going Primitive last year. This year is our second event together, Taboo. And I'm also a partner in the Tonga Hut Lounge with Jeremy Fleener. Yeah, and I know a lot of our listeners are very familiar with the Tonga Hut, and I'm just going to throw this out there again. I am reminding our listeners that if you go to zentikilounge.com and you click on that Donate to Your Bartender link and you donate $10, that $10 goes to me having a drink at the Tonga Hut so I can get through all 78 drinks, is that right? Pretty much. So I can be a member of the loyal order of drooling bastards. And, you know, I do it for the podcast listeners. I don't do it because I'm a lush. That is an investment. I, I don't do it because I have nothing else to do. He cares. <laughs> but I do it I do it, I do it because it's a service for everyone else and for each of you who donates just that ten dollars. I will uh, I will make sure that everyone knows that drink was dedicated by you, whatever your name may be. 
And, um, and you know, so you get a shout out on the podcast, but also uh, you get to hear about the drinks they have at the Tonga Hut. And, and hopefully we'll have some people stop by and chit chat with us. And I think it'll be a lot of fun. So now, Amy, you have a lot of experience with Tonga Hut, of course. So um, do you have a favorite drink on the list? There is actually a drink that uh, Marie designed for me. Mm-hmm. It was it was uh, a spontaneous thing. We're out doing uh, an offsite at my house in Bermuda Dunes, and there was like eight of us standing around. We couldn't figure out what to make, and she came in, mixed it all together in thirty seconds, and it's called the Bermuda Dunes. And that's a lovely name for a cocktail. It I, is, and it's a great drink. It's very popular at the bar, and it rolls right off the tongue too. And so I, I'm looking forward to trying that one already because. Of all the places I've been in Southern California, especially, and all the tiki joints that I've been to, I have not been to the Tonga Hut yet. Can you believe that? <gasps> I know. Blasphemy. Wow. Because Blasphemy. I, am, I am saving it for just the right moment, and I really do want to go through the drink list. It and is I an want to have a full experience. And But I have been to the website, and I've heard about uh, the history of some of the regulars, even some who've passed away, mm-hmm. and Marie herself, you know, and just... It is it is a, a tiki bar that just, it, it has a history that um, you really want to get to know and not just have a drink. You know, it's a small place. It's very tiki. It's LA's oldest tiki bar, mm-hmm. 1958. Um, it, we did a refresh last year, but it just looks like it probably looked in 1958. So um, we kept everything there that's original and we just worked around it. It's got original fountains from the 50s. You know, it's the original bar. So it, I want to ask. As a patron, from a patron's point of view, it is absolutely gorgeous what you guys have Well, doing. thank you. Um, we went in last year um, just before you guys did the remodel, and we weren't happy <laughs> in the least bit. And we went back for uh, the Ding Dong Devils when they were there a few months ago uh, doing their CD release. Right. And um, it, it just gorgeous so kudos to you and and whoever else you know listen we we had a lot of help um uh jeremy um has owned that bar six years it took him a lot to you know change it over when he got it it was really bad and he did what he could and he kept it going and i was honored when he offered me a partnership and then him and i together with a bunch of our friends we took we closed the bar for five days only five days, and that's that's pretty amazing to just go down for amazing. five days and, and come back up. It is pretty amazing. We uh, we closed for five days, and people like Jim Baki and Scott Mabbitt and and um, and uh, Deep Rock and a lot of tiki people who stayed every day came and helped rebuild the place. With How us. much drinking did you all do while you were? behind the scenes recreating the Tonga yes. Hut. You know, sad to say we didn't drink at all. And But you know what? That says something. Edit that this. There was so much work to get done. There was a lot to get yeah, done. Yeah, I, we I were, can understand we were afraid. That. But we <laughs> opened it on a Sunday with an art um, an art show and a big, uh, lot of music. And um, it, so it was a big day for us when we opened up. And we were, we're very proud of it. Jeremy and I are very proud of it. And I'm going to go, and I'm going to be there very soon because I, I really can't wait. There are very few places... But I was talking about this with uh, some listeners earlier, months ago, that I've lived in Southern California all my life. So have the other ladies of the lounge who unfortunately could not be here with us today. But there are places that some of us have never been to, even though we've lived here all of our lives. And Tonga Hut is one of those few places. And so we decided we have to go and, and make a thing of it. You know, I'm always amazed in California, especially native Californians, how they just 
stay in their area. Right. You know, they don't... I mean, I drive a lot. Everything from... I'm used to driving a lot. When I lived in New York, I used to do travel two hours to work back and forth. And, and even here, I travel a lot. But most Californians... They stay within this. They have their ten area. mile radius, yeah, and that, and that, and that's as far as they go, and that's a big disappointment because you won't experience is the the sand, the sea, the valleys, the the everything so that we have to offer here. I mean, I don't get to Hollywood too often, but I love it every time I go. So, it's worth coming to see the Tonga Hut, and if you become a drilling bastard, you get the fez. And who doesn't need a fez? Very true. It's very true because you know uh, you have to you put a fez on and you take your first picture in one. And, and you will say to yourself, why didn't I have one of these a long time ago? <laughs> it's true. Everybody in the room is nodding yes, so I, I assume that that could not be more true. You can't, you can't return after that photo, <laughs> No, you really can't. You're committed from that point on. Pretty much. So um, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and I'm going to pull up some of the email that we have. I have an email specifically for Rory, actually. Yes. And uh, so we're going to do the email as we normally do. Now, listeners who listen regularly and for those who don't, make sure you send your comments, suggestions, and what have you to mail at zentikilounge.com. We'll pretty much answer anything you ask on the podcast with a few exceptions. Steve, you know what I'm talking about. We will <laughs> never, never answer your emails on the podcast, you dirty bird. But, but otherwise, we will answer your emails on the podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and pull those up right now. And we'll be right back. Tiki mail. Ooh. I'm opening it up. Oh, I love your sack. It's so big. It's almost bursting. Does it, does it remind it you of anything? Yes. <laughs> what does it remind you of exactly? <laughs> Since your husband is in the room, what, right. what does it remind you of? Don't say mine. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully his is more moisturized. Right. I'm just saying. Oh, not so green. <laughs> not so green. <laughs> so uh, we, we have a couple emails here, and I want to always thank the listeners for contributing to the show. This one is for Rory, and it, the listener actually said this one is for Rory as the first part of the email. From me. Very cool. You are opening your home to ZTL, so they heard about that. Wanted to ask you your first memory of Tiki. How old were you? What did it mean to you? So... What does that make you think, Rory? You know, it, it's good. I used to always go to the Halakahiki in Chicago, which is a historic tiki bar. And Zen brings it up all the time because it probably has the biggest concentration of Woodco furniture and art. And uh, I used to go there, but I didn't even Did know... Did you just look at your own wall? Well, everyone's pointing that? at my wall, and I'm like, <laughs> what are they pointing at? Is there a, is it, this is the desert. There could be a scorpion on that wall. But I used to go to that bar, and I didn't know it was a tiki bar. I just believed it was a, a great dive historic bar. And later on, I started collecting art, and I owned... Or I bought uh, Derek Yanniger's Wildsville Man when I was in Chicago at DVA Art Gallery. And from got a call from M Modern about helping them out do a tiki show, and... So I was always into it, but it was peripheral. So, and listeners may not know that, so you're not from Southern California. No, Chicago is my hometown. Where is that exactly? It's uh, right where if you were going to give an enema <laughs> to the U.S., you would place it right around there. Cool. And, wow. and, you know, funny enough, you should mention that. So my friends Everybody and I... in Chicago is going to be sending you letters. Eight, eight of us rented, spell. we rented a house in Palm Springs for the weekend, and it has an outdoor shower, and we found what we're pretty sure is an enema attachment to the shower. No one's used it. We're afraid of it. 
Sure. We don't know what else. We don't know what else that tubular type. We don't know what it could be besides that. You know, actually, I, I know what it is, but I'm not telling. I know you what it is too. I know what it is too. Is it for ladies? Yes. Oh. Okay. Well, that's more. That's, that's more. Dirty. No. No. I, I didn't guess that. No, no, no. I'm much, I'm much better it's with that. Lady, it's for ladies. Than what I thought it was. We couldn't because okay, it's eight, a bidet. Eight guys in a house. A mobile bidet. Eight guys in a house who have probably never been with women. What are they going to think? Right. You need to right? cut out that I even yeah. responded to that. Right, well, and she knew it. It's you're not right even off the top here. You're not. Right. Because yeah. old old hotels used to have that. Really? Yes, very old hotels used to have that all the time. I didn't know what it and was. And an I ice machine. Mother. There is nothing that we don't talk about on this podcast. Right. And Amy, I want to kind of. You, know, you understand I have a real life, right? I have a real job. Absolutely. I have a real life outside of Tiki. Are you saying right. this isn't real? Are you saying this isn't real? Yes, you don't have a real life. I know I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good life to have. Yeah. It is, and I'm a bit jealous. But I still have a real life outside of Tiki. <laughs> well, Amy, so I want to take this question, because listeners didn't know you were going to be here, and I want to say, what is what is your first memory? They of, didn't know I was going to be of, here. They didn't. And that's oh, an argument you and Rory already had, I know. But... Um, what is your first memory of tiki or just, you know, the cocktail culture or... You know, I grew up in New York. And New York had some great um, tiki establishments. The Hawaii, Hawaii Kai in Manhattan, down in the theater district, and Luau 400, two very famous uh, Hawaiian places. And when I was 12 years old, my parents took me there for their anniversary. It was their anniversary, right. but they wanted to take me with them. And ever since then, I still have the mug. From the Hawaii guy. Seriously? I do. And uh, I went to the the following year. I, I said, look, from now on, it's your anniversary, but we have to go to Hawaiian place every year. And then uh, when I got old enough, you know, drinking back in my day, drinking was 18. So there was a little place in our neighborhood called the Mo- uh, the Monokai. And it was a little joint, but it was all Polynesian. It was um, uh, Cantonese food little crab rangoons oh. and we'd meet all mm. our friends there Those are your favorite. Yep. yep so we'd meet all our friends there and then go off and do whatever we were going to do on the weekend but uh, yeah I've loved tiki my whole life that a great story and and I and crab rangoon is my personal favorite <laughs> it really is I just made it myself the first time a couple months ago and then made it another time and I, it's such an easy thing to do but it's so tasty it's very tasty everybody should experience crab rangoon with a nice dipping sauce yes because it, yeah, it's all about the duck sauce. sauce. Mm, you yes. can't get it on the West Coast, so you fly it in from the East Coast. Well, you can get a fabrication of it. Yeah, but it, I hear it's not so good. So. Not the same. But next time you're in the neighborhood, let do me you, know. I'll do get you have you a some. contact? I do. Oh, we're going to have to talk afterwards. <laughs> I want some real duck sauce. Okay, so this <laughs> this next email uh, really was just, it said Sunshine and Ladies, and that's the ladies around who are not here because they couldn't drive all the way to Palm Springs. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, I was looking at the tiki events that are coming, and we want your recommendation. It looks like there isn't much going on in the latter part of the year. I'm in Phoenix area. What to do? And then this is Cheers and Mahalo from Alan, and I think this is a great... Question for Amy and Rory. <laughs> what what what's going on? You know, October we actually do our one of one event, which is called Taboo. It is most of our friends who are in the tiki community, and it's more of a darker side, uh, bring in new artists, How slightly dark. different music. Uh, we kick up the bass. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's dark. Wow. We can, but, I, but I've seen darker. Yeah. That is dark. <laughs> but you're welcome. <laughs> it's a combination of tiki meets Halloween meets Day of the Dead meets African tribesmen. Oh, you didn't go African, didn't you? Can we get a camera for this portion yeah. of the uh, interview? This will work really well. My friend Rashawn is here, who does our website. Who uh, He's our friend Token Tiki. See, now you know why we're partners. I'm the good one. He's not so good. Hey, continue with this. <laughs> so, um, the great thing about October is Roy does Caliente once a year. I do Mojave. And we take the best of both our events and we put together this event that we do together. And it's a very special event. We never repeat the theme. Last year we had Gone Primitive. This year we had Daboon, although it is a little bit primitive. There is a costume contest because it's almost um, Halloween. Halloween. And two of my favorite things, Halloween and Tiki, I mean, I could not be more anticipating this than anything else, really. It's really just a fun event. The Tonga Hut is the bar. So the Tonga Hut with Rory come up with all these great drinks just for that event. So the drinks are very specific as well. It's very fun because uh, you, you can't run rapid. Even when we did uh, Going Primitive... I, my initial thought was to call it primitive, and Amy from doing the the vintage trailer show, she always loved the old movies with the going something, so she's like, we should call it going primitive, and it sounds better than primitive. So it does. Yeah. I'm gonna have to say it yeah. does. Yes. Well, thank you. And it's nice to bring in <laughs> bring in, bring in new artists to do the posters and mugs and kind of explore new names on the scene, which we've been doing for the last shows in October. So, the, the ladies and I are looking forward to putting on another room party, and there will be a room crawl, like we they should expect, will. correct? Mm -hmm. and, uh, you, and and that's another thing is, so we sometimes will describe what a room crawl is to people who listen to the podcast, but to people who organize events, why don't you explain what is a room crawl? What should people expect from that? Well, it's uh, a group of people that every 20 minutes move from room to room to room, and they go in, there's usually music, hopefully there's food. I'm a firm believer there should be some food when Absolutely you're downing yeah. that much cocktail. So you go to one room, you taste the cocktail, then you vote on the cocktail. Usually you have one or two, you talk to your friends, you move to the next room. After about two and a half, three hours, you've hit all the room crawls. And you're pretty snockered. You, schnock, absolutely you are. And uh, so, and I've told people, you know, if not for any other reason to go to the events than the music and the room crawls, um, you combine the two, you can hit music between the room crawls. If you plan it really well, right. you'll see a band on stage and then you'll hit a room crawl and then you'll go see a band and then you'll hit another room crawl. And it really is a kind of progressive party. And it's also and, very personal. You get to yeah. see your friends. And I think for the people who throw the room crawls, they go all out. Yeah. They decorate the rooms. They spend an inordinate amount of time designing a cocktail that people will really love. So they're really home. Oh, wait a second. You're supposed to like... Put some craft into the cocktail? <laughs> I've been pouring booze in a pitcher for years. It has been wonderful. I had no idea. I had no idea. It's been so tasty. <laughs> mm, yum. Well, the room party to me has always been it's their event within the event. Right. It's somebody yeah. who maybe doesn't want to take over a hotel they get to and host. make something big. They get to get everybody in the room. And the greatest thing about the room crawl is it's not just the veterans. If you're new to the scene, these people will embrace you. And versus a band playing, this is a place everyone's talking. It's very social. You're not watching a band. 
You're going there to try a cocktail, talk about the cocktail, very interact true. with one another. And right. you actually get to have a moment to actually have a conversation with people versus right. some of the really big events where you're, you're, you're in and out, you're nobody, and you don't really have that opportunity to have a conversation. Our events are boutique. That's what Rory came up That's with. It's a great that way word. to put it's, it, yeah. It is a great way to put it. And everybody gets to spend as much time as they want talking to everybody else, which is great. You, you leave room for other things. You don't want to make the event so packed with information and having to get here by this time or you're going to miss something. You want to leave room for conversation to sit there and enjoy the weather, enjoy the music. Right, and in the middle of all that, just to hold a cocktail in one hand and stand in the pool and just, just have a moment. That yeah. sounds, right. that sounds right. good right that there. Yeah, the yeah. That, that, that does sound Well, thank you very much. I appreciate your insight. Uh, there's also times you might want to sit back and be in a little more intimate gathering yeah. of like-minded people. So now the options are there. I mean, look, mm. look at last yeah. weekend. You had three tiki events in one day. When did you see that a couple years ago? It's like now there's options. You did it. You yeah. had planned a time and choose what you wanted to do. And now it was like, which one will I do? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we've got options now. It, it's good that they're out there. And they're all different. You look at Amy and Mojave Oasis, it's vintage trailers, uh, very Hawaiian style vintage. Camping. Mine's more mid-century modern tiki. Uh, tiki Oasis is depending on what the theme is. Uh, each year it changes a little bit. But it's always cute that they put a lot of emphasis in and there's a lot of people playing roles. And it is, I, I go to a Tiki Oasis and I'm dumbfounded by the amount of time it must take just to wire everything and set everything in motion. Well, they must have people. They have a plethora of people. <laughs> Not everybody has people. Yeah. But I, I, they're, they're bigger thinkers than I am because I look at it and I see their volunteer list and like 97 volunteers, you're like, well, it takes wow. a lot. You and know, you're like thinking, I do all that shit on my own. <laughs> That's why I keep it small. <laughs> I, I, I think uh, I think this but, um, year but. was the best. They had security at every elevator, so you didn't have the problem with these kids who live in the neighborhood. That's good. So you know, Otto listened. I think it was great. I mean, I this is my tenth, I believe. I think I missed one or two. And this is the first year I've missed. So that's actually really good to hear because, you know, and we only missed this year just because there was just so much going on. We couldn't do it. Uh, but, you know, listeners had said, I'm looking for the event to go to. And, you know, we, and we recommended kind of every event in the area, all of them kind of combined. And we had some listeners go to Tiki Oasis and they had a really great time. And we had some go that we said, eh, it was a little too much for me. You know, and you never know what it's you're It's a little overwhelming. For. But yeah. again, to Rory's point, it's like going to a concert. You know, if you're going to go to a concert that has 40,000 people or you're going to go to a concert at a club, you know, it all depends right. on what you like. I mean, Oasis can't stop because somebody wants it to be the way it used to be. Do you want to see Depeche Mode in an intimate setting or do you want to see them in a stadium? Well, I would like to see Dave Gahan in my living room, just <laughs> personally. I'm just saying. That's but, intimate. But that is very that intimate. Is intimate. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so now here's another less, here's a far less political tweet that we got. What gin do you recommend? And I'm going to say mine first. I really like the Tanqueray Rangpur, which is the the limeier of the gins. I really like it. I think if you're going to use it in tiki mixology, I think it's a really good gin to go with. But what do y'all think? I go Hendrix. I think yeah. Hendrix is a very clean, great gin. It mixes great with a good vodka if you want to do like a Bond mm -hmm. kind of martini. And it's uh, different than most other gins. It's very clean, very crisp. When you shake it, it actually comes out frosty because it's such a clean gin. It's very hard to describe when you compare it to a base model gin. 
uh, it's not just the junipers. It has a cucumber flavor to it also. And that, that's actually really good because a lot, you get far too much of the juniper yeah. or, yeah, of, of even pepper or whatever else might be in there. That's a really good point. Any thoughts, Amy? Uh, you know, I'm not a big gin drinker. Just the stuff she makes in her, her tub. Gin yeah. is a love or hate kind of relationship. <laughs> yeah, I, think, really. I, I mean, I, I started out being a big vodka drinker. I become big. Yeah, a big, <laughs> a big rum drinker. Big. No, I don't really drink that much anymore. I'm pretty much a lightweight. But um, vodka and rum, I've done bourbon, but the gin is really, years ago I tried it and it just wasn't me. And everyone should realize that. So some people like tequila, some don't. Some like gin, some don't. I really don't know many people who don't like vodka because vodka is like the anything of liquors. Uh, but then but then you get into the club that I like, which is the rum drinkers. And I, I don't think there could be a more complex, diversified uh, spirit out there than rum. And I know some of the whiskey fans will will say otherwise, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but I, re I really do think it, it's it's all about rum as far as uh, the different variations and complexity. But um, so there you go. So we, we recommended two gins. You go try one of those or both of those. And um, just know that you need to try a lot of different things to figure out what you like best. Because what you like may not what be like somebody else likes. And you should have stocked in your bar what you like. And then maybe a little something for the masses as well, but you always have to have what you like. But it, you must have Caruba, Appleton's, and Primo <laughs> beer. Absolutely. And That's a just, standard. And we just had some... We're imported from Orange County this week. <laughs> Thank you very much for we my friends. <laughs> we just had some Primo earlier, which, you know, I will say is... And the thing I like about Primo is it's a... Because I'm not a big beer drinker, but I like a beer that is a bit more crisp and bubbly. So a little bit more on the carbonation, a little bit more crisp. That's what I like in a beer. And uh, I like Sapporo as well, but I think Primo is, I think it's in that category as well. And, and, and I like the logo. Mm -hmm. I do. Very nice. There is something to be said. You know, people a buy a lot of things based on the logo. They do. And the bottle shape. It's very true. Yeah. Have you seen that Awesome Broso uh, bottle? You know, I know the owner of Awesome Broso. <laughs> I do. You know what they were thinking. Yes, yes. I can tell you a great story about that. I've bottle. got really. Should we do that after the podcast? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I've got all three. I've got all. I've got all three of their bottles behind my bar right now, and sometimes I just look at them on a lonely night and just go like, "You're not just looking at them." Well. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, So for any of the listeners who don't know what we're talking about, go to awesomebroso.com and you'll see what we're talking and, about. By the way, it's the number one tequila right now. They won all. Is the it gold. really? They're they not sponsoring us. Why are we plugging them? <laughs> because Rick sponsors me. Oh, okay. So shut up. <laughs> okay. But so, anyway, they are number one. They won all the awards this past May. It's a very smooth tequila, I have to admit, and I'm not a big fan it's of tequila, but it always it always goes down smooth. And we'll be right back. Uh-oh. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back here in the Zen Tiki Lounge, at least the traveling version of such. And we're going to talk about cocktails now because we do that on the show from now and then because, you know, there's there's nothing worse than a, a bunch of great exotica without cocktails to go with it because music and drinks go so well together. So, Rory, I want to start by asking you, am yes. I sipping something that people are going to be able to taste at Taboo or are you still working on it? It is still a work in progress, but it is almost there. We have two cocktails we're planning on using at Taboo, plus the Tonga Huts bring in another four. Uh, the first one we're working on today is actually named after this room, which is our casita at home, and also our tiki bar, which is called... 
The Calcita. The Calcita. <laughs> and a lovely place it is. There is there is bamboo and rattan all around, and and there are there is artistry uh, uh, along the wall. You really can't uh, look in look two inches in any direction without seeing something that catches your eye. And what? I said antique bones sitting all over the room. Yes. Well, yeah, there are some folks here too. Yeah, and and, and, and well, and I want to call attention to Miss, Mr. Moai himself, who has now been on I think three of our podcasts. Yeah, a tiki okay. celebrity named. Himself. I'm assuming you're going to be at Taboo. I will be at Taboo. Will you be bringing? Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Let me now. Let me ask you: Will you be crafting a new tiki head, or will you be bringing the ones you already have? A new one's already in the works. Really? Yes. And can you give us a hint? I usually go with the whatever the theme is. So if it's a mug, I'll just make the mug mug head. So So maybe something Skeletor esque? Skeletor esque is well. Okay, do, okay. So. so yeah. And for those of you who didn't understand that reference, there was this thing called He Man back in the day. And <laughs> it was <He> Man. <laughs> As a and I just, wait, I, wait, wait, remember? <laughs> yeah, and a quick story. My neighbors down the street, um, they were in the, um, they were members of the religion that Mitt Romney is a big fan of, and they were not allowed to watch He-Man, but they had to come down to my house to watch it because my parents were heathens. And they were not allowed to watch He-Man because in, in the opening of the He-Man cartoon, he says, I have the power, and that took away from the Lord, so... Anywho, uh, so we talk about pretty much anything on this podcast, like I said, religion, politics, and everything in between. So, so we're, you're still working on the drink. That's what we were talking about. That's, that's <laughs> the number one drink. And uh, myself and Crazy Al Evans are working on the Tambu, which is a very flavorful, darker rum mix, which we're planning on releasing first at the event. And when you actually have the Tambu... You will actually get the mark of the tambu. Quick story about Crazy Al. Many, wow. many, many tiki oases ago. Yeah, pretty much. Starshine and I, who have been to many tiki oases, we were uh, listening to the um, Tikiaki Orchestra, one of our favorite groups. And they were playing a room party. And on the balcony of this room party was Crazy Al. And he was playing his drums. And he was kind of off in his own little world with his bone and... and and she what was leaned he doing over. With his bone? Well, he was kind of playing with it a little. Oh. Bit. And you might expect that. Yes. And and Starshine leaned over to me. Well, she was actually sitting on my lap, and so she kind of leaned into my ear, and she goes, "What is that guy doing with his bone?" And I said, "Well, he's just playing with it. I I mean, I really don't know." And she goes, "He looks like Quaalude Jesus on crack." <laughs> Her actual quote. And she said, I'm afraid to stare in his eyes. He will steal my soul. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he will. He will. <laughs> With the tambour. And so that was Starshine's. Stop that. You don't even know if it's good yet. I just like saying the word. It's kind yeah. of- that was Starshine's first uh, first experience with Crazy Al. And, and you all know him and love him. And uh, awesome. we, we can't wait to see him again. So now, I have challenged Rory too. take us back to 1968. Some of us were there. Some of us were not. That doesn't year. matter. That do- Rory was there. Yes. Uh, well, but know? that doesn't matter. Four years prematurely. And here on the West Coast especially, and my grandmother turned me on to this, there was a line of cocktail products called Perfect Host. There were a couple other brands that did this so well, but they did the um, cocktail in a packet. 
And anything, a Mai Tai, a sangria, a gimlet, anything you can imagine that was a cocktail of the day in 1968, they would freeze dry it, put it in a packet, and then you would simply mix it with the liquor that it recommended on the back. So for example, Rory has fashioned for us a pink squirrel. It's very exciting. <laughs> it is much like being an astronaut trying how to many, tame. How many of you have actually heard of the pink squirrel? Yes. So I have a few hands up in the room. Now, my mother told me that she actually used to drink these liberally. Uh, at Well, who, she was pregnant. At, at well, <laughs> probably, probably. That explains so But much. I'm guessing it was at, I'm guessing was it was scary. at the bowling alley in Anaheim that uh, I, I, the, no, 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 no. Oh. The Carter Bowl in Anaheim where I was dropped off for daycare quite often. 17. Oh my God. Uh, so anyway, so she drank pink squirrels, and uh, so we poured the pink squirrel packet into a shaker, and Rory is going to shake one for us now, and we're all going to try it. Oh, it's going to be God. delicious. We're all yeah. going to flash back to 1968. Timber. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they had uh, expiration dates on those things back then. No, they didn't. And, you know, I did a little looking online, and this contains... BPA, which is bisphenol A, which has now been banned from baby bottles. Sounds delicious. And a couple of other products. It's kind of thick. Look at that. Thank you. But it is pink. It is. It is. It is. It kind of looks like watered down Pepto Bismol. I think there might be an actual squirrel in there. Right. It looks like water down pesto. Mm. Who's going to try it first? Could be the coconut. James. Let's have James, a member of the audience. I don't care. James Ledbetter, a member of the audience, would like to try this cocktail. James, Here's now James. tries. He'll try anything. <laughs> you might remember, I was actually the first one to try the Mai Tai that we tried after. And that was horrendous. Yeah. So let's see what the pink squirrel tastes like. Go ahead, have yes, a sip. This is a little different than that, I guess. How is that? You know, they didn't have it, preservatives. It's not... It's not the end of the Mai Tai. I didn't think the Mai Tai was the end of the world either, but it's not great. That is as good as the Tamboo. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, so the see. Tamboo will not let's, be let's showing see what I up think. at Taboo. <laughs> oh, it does have an aftertaste. That, uh, <laughs> it, it, as I was saying to someone else, yeah. it tastes like it tastes like Carnation Instant Breakfast with yeah. vodka. Yeah. 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 But don't drink anything for now about 30 seconds. Because you took a sip of beer. That's not possible. Oh, it gets Let's spicy after you swallow. The breakfast of champions. I don't. Yeah. Carnation Instant Breakfast yeah, it, is a very good description. Yes. Moai, what, what do you say? It tastes like old candy. I just put it in my mouth. Right, right that's been... Like expired. when grandma offers like, you a piece of candy and the whole bowl comes up yeah, at once? Yeah, it was like, like, like pixie sticks or whatever, like the, not like the, the dust up. The dust up. The dust. The dust. Yeah. We're Sean Chuck on that thing. Karen, go ahead. I'm vegetarian. I don't think I should drink squirrel. I think we you use, <laughs> But we use coconut milk instead of milk. Oh, so it tastes like chicken. That. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about the BPA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about no animal products. Oil, products. oil products mean nothing. <laughs> and? What do you think? You're right. It's not it, It's not horrible at first. It's not. <laughs> it, it keeps going, though. It's it does. Oh, oh, yeah. It doesn't stop. Wow. What a brave it crowd. Like yeah. So that kind of draws you it in. Does. Do you want some Hennessy with that? It kind of smells like Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries, doesn't it? Does. It does. It tastes like chicken. 
<laughs> is there watermelon in it? <laughs> oh! Dude, really? Wow. I'm walking off the set. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna leave the drink with the last taster. Because I feel I feel it's I feel it's only appropriate. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Don't drink that. <laughs> no. Don't drink that. So. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna turn the show back over to to Rory and Amy. I want to ask you all because and this is this is this seems to be when people write in and they say tell me about an event that's coming up. They seem to really ask about what does the what is the entertainment gonna look like or what is it gonna sound like. And I think that Rory might have a little bit to offer in that respect. So who can we expect to hear and see at Taboo? You know, we've got a great mix. First of all, starting off Friday, headlining will be Jason Lee and the Riptides. Mm. And right after the show... That dude has big hair. Dude, big hair. Big hair. Big hair. And he did a great job with... He's changing the music that you've seen in the past. He's known for surf. This is more surf kind of tribesman, kind of more bass. And right after the show is the start of his room party which he releases his mug, if you, if you haven't seen his custom mug by John Mulder, of his likeness that you drink from his hairline. It's very cool. Very cool. And that's our Friday night. And then when we go into Saturday and Sunday, Saturday we have uh, we have ourselves the Deadbeat Daddies that play to Caliente. Very much swing. Very good. Very fun local band. Going into the book signing of uh, P. Moss, the owner of the Double Down Saloon and Frankie's Tiki Room. In Vegas. In Vegas. Mm-hmm. And then we actually... I was had, just there last week? Yeah, great bar. Great mug collection. And then from there, we close up the show with the Swank Bastards, which... Well, there's nothing more swank than a bastard. It's true. Right. Really. And they are like the uh, they are like the Bruce Springsteen of the tiki scene where they just go and go and go. As, especially as long as the audience is into it. So it's really all about how everybody is feeling. Yeah. And, yeah. Which is really good because you know I've been to I've been to many concerts and there are some bands they're going to play the set they're going to play regardless of what the audience is into and then they're going to walk off and they're not coming back. But when you find a band who is really into how the audience is feeling and what they might want to hear and how they cheer and how they clap, that's a good band. Well, the Swank Bastards for me at least uh, for Tiki Caliente, it's the drummer's hot. Yeah, Tiki, Cal- Tiki Caliente is more of a. Tiki mid-century modern event, and people have brought their names up a hundred times to me. Did I mention the drummer was on? Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't necessarily match with what I was looking for, but for Taboo, they just match perfectly. So they would be a perfect addition for the Saturday highlight show. And is Zandora performing also? Uh, she is not. Uh, we are going Taboo to the point that it's Taboo that we're actually not using her. <laughs> that is Taboo. Well, I'm so glad you said that and I didn't. Well, we wanted to try them without her because, you know, they put on a great show. Yeah. And I, I think there, it's it's fun to see the t- uh, the Tiki shows. And there's the politically correct and then there's the reality. I love the Martini Kings. I love watching Tikiaki. But when you watch Tikiaki with Marina, it's a great show. But now people expect to see her with them. And they put on a damn okay. good show by now themselves, Okay, now I get what too. you're saying because I was going to say, what's politically correct about Tiki? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, I think sometimes the band gets lost, and you watch the Swing Bastards. They put on a great show, but they're yeah. overlooked when she plays up front. It's true. Yeah, they put on great costumes. They're fun. They're rhythmic. They are. 
I just, and the drummer's hot from what I heard. He is. He really is. And but I just remember the last time I saw them was in Tiki Hell, for example. And I remember having, they had uh, frozen blended Mai Tais. And I didn't think that could be pulled off well. <sighs> but they did, a, they did an okay job of a frozen blended Mai Tai. Now, I really wish 7-Eleven would get a hold of that recipe. Nice. And I could, after yeah, a long day at work, get a 44-ounce Slurpee Mai Tai. And I would not drink it till I get home. Clearly, right. I would put it in the cup holder in the back of my car. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I wouldn't drink it till I got home, but I think, I think, oh, that made them. They, well, I'm sure they sounded great anyway, but those blended Mai Tais really, it, it was something. It's awfully hot in hell. Blended. It is very hot in hell. It is, but it's a comfortable hot. It's a comfortable hot in hell. It's a dry heat. For any of you who have never, who have never, never been to hell. And speaking of a dry heat, we have listeners from all over the world, literally every continent except for... Several months back, we lost our two listeners in Antarctica. That was an exceptionally dry. I know because the British Royal Survey, the British Royal Survey, they have been present in Antarctica for literally fifty plus years, and the two the two scientists who listen to the podcast apparently no longer they've retired. They no longer reside in Antarctica, and as far as I know, now we can only claim to having listeners on six continents. And I'm very sad about that. We'll reach out. But we will do our best <laughs> to so, ship someone out to right. the seventh continent. I'm good for field work. Oh, Are you really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Karen's going to go. Very, well, well, we'll make sure you have warm clothing. Um, so people listen to us all over the world, and then they say, like, so tell me what else can I expect in a place that this event will be at? So being a resident of Palm Springs yourself, Roy, what can people expect in Palm Springs besides Taboo itself? Right now you're going into October, which yeah. is a great time of year in Palm Springs. Not too hot. Shared in the parking lot of the event is actually the... What's the name of the restaurant again? The uh, the, Lions, the Lions Inn, which is a great... British pub. Very mid-century modern. They make great martinis. They do great sidecars. Good nightlife there. Walking distance to 17, 18 major hotels, restaurants, mm-hmm. including the Ace, Saguaro... The Shag store is going to be on grounds. Don't Shag miss the Spa me. Casino where you're likely to see me with a drink and a smoke. Spa Casino, there you go. <laughs> Walking distance to what used to be the uh, Tiki Spa where we drove by today and looked at the old Tiki the building. Tiki Spa. It's right down the street yeah. from the Ace. It's actually reformed and now it is Michael's house, a rehab center. A Tiki... O- Makes sense. Yeah. Right. It's sad. Very sad. <laughs> But for the most part, people coming to the event, you never have to leave the ground. We're going to have food on grounds. We're going to have the Tonga Hut serving drinks on grounds, live bands, book signings, breakfast to serve there, internet access. You know, there is only one or two things that has actually made me need to leave the grounds of the last couple events, and that is ice, and I run out of rum sometimes. Well, no, you're lying. There's one more thing. What's that? Del Taco. Oh, and Del Taco. Yeah. That's true. When I get trashed, when I get trashed, I will go through my own room party and say, who can drive? Or, or he'll look over the balcony and look over and ask the drunk guy, can you drive? Right. Right. No. And I, and because I really need three tacos, no meat, and a small order yes. of those crinkle cut french so, fries. So Rory and Amy, now yes. you know, you need to bring a Del Taco. Sponsorship by Del Taco. Yeah. I'll work on it. Yeah. <laughs> It really would be a great partnership. 
And um, in addition to the tacos and, and french fries, uh, please make sure they bring chicken soft tacos as well because that's <laughs> no, another favorite. No, Veggie Works. The Veggie Works burrito was good too, sure. <laughs> Are we getting into a review? We are about Del Taco. <laughs> yes. yes Everyone's very passionate about the Del Taco. With the French fries and the burrito. What? The French fries and the burrito. In 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 the French fries inside the burrito. Uh huh. That's some sort of cross pollination I'm not familiar with. That's the I, wrong kind of vegetarian. Oh, it is. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. It really is. So I want to. We have just ten minutes left in the podcast. Can you believe that? I cannot. And and I just want to no, I want to so open fast. this up. Man, those to, cremo beers delicious. To those of you who have joined us in the lounge, are there any things that you might want to ask of of myself as the host who's been here for all 259 episodes and or anyone else who might be in the room? Do you have any questions? Is there anything that you want to know about the Zen Tiki Lounge or anything in general? I also uh, am very knowledgeable about cheeses. Oh, cheese really? questions, anyone? Cheese. Cheese. Yeah, cheese. cheese. Rashawn. <laughs> anyone? Anyone? What type, of, what type of cheese goes best with watermelon? Oh, oh, no. I actually have the answer to that because I make an excellent, excellent watermelon feta salad. So you really we just. Have that. Yeah, you just stuff. want to take watermelon and Sounds actually br- wash your hands and then break break it apart with your hands. You, know you don't James. even you don't even need a knife. You just reach into the watermelon and break it apart into little pieces, and then you toss it with some feta, diced red onion, and balsamic vinegar. That's it. It's the most amazing summer salad ever. Thanks. So watermelon and feta. Yeah. Rashawn, any questions? Any 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 other questions? That you proclaim to be a cheese master. I, I well, you know, I love cheese. How many cheeses are there? Okay, that's a great question, Rashawn. <laughs> there's there's the easy answer, two thousand three hundred forty six. Awesome. But then that's there's the so more easy. specific answer, which is there is an innumerable innumerable innumerable. innumerable. That one is so easier before two o'clock yesterday. Amount <laughs> of cheeses, <laughs> right. because cheese, just like liquor has an endless number of combinations of things that you can combine into it, ways that you can make it. So to say that there is a certain number of cheeses would be to say you're an idiot. I'm just saying. Wow. So he's calling you an idiot is what we're getting. (laughs) 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 That is deep. Yes. Any other questions? There's a cheese app on iTunes. Is there really? Yes, there is. Well, there's a. And thank you for coming to Cheese Zen Lounge. Aren't you the cheese expert? I would thought you would have known that. I would have thought, yeah, but I is I don't know if there is a cheese app. I'm I'm so tempted right now. Oh yes. Oh. (laughs) And she's got it. And we just got to throw this in there. Rory, what's the cocktail you're going to be serving at Tampa? <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by Karuba Rum and Appleton's Estate. Okay, look, there it is. There's two of them. There's yes. cheese in its original language, and then there's cheese. <laughs> there you go. How do you argue with a I'm, woman? Who I'm going to download at least one of those in just a moment. How cool is that? And it tells you the perfect wine to go with each one of all these cheeses. Oh wow! And again, so many cheeses, so, so many wines. Many you so could, little time. Right. What? What do you? I can't do? believe I got to whip out the cheese. Is out. there a? Yeah. Is there a cracker app? Yeah. It tells you what crackers to use. Rashawn, is there a crack wrap? It does. It does. He is surrounded by crackers. Apps or crackers? 
I, I, and you I, got on me for watermelon. Ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and Moai, I want to thank you so much for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge for episode 259. I don't know if you can believe that we've been doing it this long. I can hardly believe it. Because when I do the math, it means I've had at least two cocktails for each episode, and that puts me in the realm of almost 600 cocktails just on this podcast alone. And um, and and some of and some of what we've said over the last six and a half slash seven years is um, decipherable, and then some of it is just absolutely not. Go to zentikilounge.com and check out the podcast. You can check out all the details on the show, plus links to great events like Taboo, which we have talked about. Which, if you don't already have your room and your not wristband but pendant, pendant right? being specially pendant. done by right? Kirby Fleming. There you go. You want to go to tiki-caliente.com and you're going to click on the sales portion. Sales portion and then you're going to see the link there where you can do a drop down and choose which type of room you might like to stay in. And you want to book your room, which it'll tell you right there includes your pendant. Two, two pendants per room, is that right, Ryan? Uh, you can get a single king with one pendant. We're trying try to keep it cost effective. So if you're coming by yourself... We don't have any single listeners, yeah, though. You could get a single king with one pen if you want. <laughs> and the queens will come up from two but, to four. But if you buy the single... If you get the single room, you won't go home single. Have we not talked about the mug, though? No, we haven't talked about the mug. And you know what? We have three minutes to do that. Let's do that. Rory, how can I you can also get the mug on the same website. But, you know, the one thing we want to talk about is being a one-time event, uh, we keep it very cost-effective. So we actually use the Caliente website. Is there a coupon? There is. <laughs> on Zen Tiki Lounge, <laughs> carry Brian in and you get 10% off. But we've got a great artist who did the actual poster, Anthony, um, Anthony Carpenter, who actually did the poster that's phenomenal. It's an awesome poster. Yeah. It really is. John Mulder, who did the mug that's awesome. And the, the thing with the mug is we're only doing 45 of the black and white skeleton guy mugs and 20 of the acid green. So truly limited. And if you look anything like the last mug that was the primitive, those things were going on eBay for like two to 300 bucks. So wait a yeah, second. When I bought my mug last week, did I get in on the black and white? Yeah, you, that it, two out of 10 will be green. <laughs> so you can, you can actually get either or. If you, ex, if you grab one and it's green, it's yours. If you, you want to switch green, it for the white, it's the limited one. The, the, the green's more limited. But, but, I, but I want the white one. You know what? They'll be happy to give you the white <laughs> one and resell the green one for double the, okay. the money. All right. I just, I really like the, I call it bone china. I like the, I like the white one. It's I a really beautiful do. mug. He did, he did a great job with it. It, it. It's a great mug. It's a great event. And you all need to be there. Well, not all of you. If all of you showed up, there'd be far too many people. We don't want everybody. We just want the selected few. That's right. That's you know right. what? We should have cut you off three minutes ago. Make it four. Oh. Yeah, that's right. And Rory, what's that cocktail again? Tamboo. <laughs> Sponsored by Primo Beer. This is the only time I've ever heard the phrase, we don't want everybody. <laughs> wow. Wow. So it's thank you again for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. We're so glad that you could stop by. We just asked a couple of things of every listener, and that would be that you tell somebody else about the podcast. You tell somebody else about your interest in tiki and mid-century pop culture because it is something that should be shared. Don't keep it to yourself. And I know that people will enjoy attending an event with you or listening to the music with you, and by all means, please, 
Mix a cocktail, put some great music on, and invite people into your home to experience the thing that makes you so happy so that you can spread that love and joy because that's what we're all about here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. And I just want to say to everybody out there in podcast and, and listener land, a big mahalo and cheers. Thank you for joining us in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Mahalo, everyone. Mahalo. Mahalo.
you, Tiki Ribs. <laughs>